I remember a time before the Cascade dried up. Here, in Verticello, the four nations of plant and bug people flourished and thrived. But the great waterfall that fed the land slowed to a trickle, revealing a vast salt sea and unknown islands. The only guide were the words of the 13 dried carvings. The water will slow to fall, but the tides are turning. Find the infinite lake to replenish the world and discover the salmon who will grant you a wish of whatever you desire. This marks the beginning of the tide, as many green folk hauled on the ships to find the infinite lake and maybe riches, adventure, excitement, and purpose along the way. And what exactly is a salmon? Is that a berry? That was 50 years ago, and the tide rushes forward ever still. There are many stories caught on the wind between sails, but why don't we hear just one? Of a butterfly gunman with clipped wings, a ripened and explosive piece of produce, and a witch made out of tea. This is Join the Party Campaign 3, The Rising Tide. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know. Until, until the waterfall's home. That only began 50 years ago. Until, until the waterfall's home. We seek the deep lake and a wish-granting salmon. Until, until the Last time on Join the Party. We're here at Book Depository Island, the bookiest place on Verticello. And you can buy a shirt that says that for 35 doubloons. The crew heads into the main building and meet Piney, a pine tree green folk with a silk blindfold sitting at the front desk. After an informed and spirited conversation of the best way to read books, Piney directs the crew to the big room, a massive silo filled with all of the books dropped off by other pirates. As Umby searches for a journal that could give a clue to the Infinite Lake and the Witch-Granting Salmon, Troy and Cammy are on their guard for word sharks, the vicious predators swimming through the big book sea. Umby and Nani find a diary from the second mate of the f- most famous pirate in Great Salt Sea history, the one who got closest to actually finding the Infinite Lake, just as a word shark cannonballed, pun intended, right into everyone's spot. Now Troy is missing below the paper waves. Time for a rescue mission. Let's get the party started. I found more of your writing, Umby. What? <laughs> Dr. Radish Radish! Who's that? Troy! Dr. Radish Radish! Where is Troy? Oh, no. Troy's not there. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Troy? Troy? Hey, Amanda, can you um uh, leave the room for a moment? Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> shit. We just have to talk about you. Wow. Kicking your wife out of the room? I wow. know. I'm terrible. So mean. Guys, now that Amanda's gone... I really like her sweater. It's cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> the overalls today, on point. Hey, what do you want to get, Jewel? What do you want to get, Amanda? Amanda's looking at me and shaking her head and frowning. <laughs> same. <laughs> same. Same, same, same. Cammy, After the massive splash of the word shark, the big room of the book depository feels calm. All the sounds are almost ambient, like music playing at a party a few houses down. There is the rhythmic womp of books falling out of the different return slots. Folks calling out to their friends that they found something valuable, but it feels so far away. Troy's missing. What do you do? Uh, okay, we pra- we practiced this, Cammy. Did um, we? No, I was trying to... <laughs> we should have practiced We should have practiced this. this. Um, okay, um... Um, uh, do you have anything that can, like, seek? Or? Uh, uh, I can give you extra stuff where you can look more. (laughs) The only thing that I can do with my abilities, at least, besides just, like, look through things, is use teleportation bombs so, like, look faster, maybe, Eric? Is that a thing that sure. can happen? Yeah, whatever you, whatever you want to do. This is totally open. If you want to start by doing some some checks to figure out what's happening, and then you can make a plan. But yeah. Yeah, let's do a perception check, maybe? Eric, I have a question. Sure. Now, in the, the depths of the books, yeah. would that be swimming? That's a good point. If you want to do a straight perception check just to get your bearings, you can do it. Yeah. You can also do nature to figure out how the book C works. Any of the various things. Let, oh. let me know what you want to learn about, and then we can figure out some sort of check. Now, Eric, if I pronounce it like some weird people do, the word water into worder, yeah. can I use shape worder and shape worder? If you want to give an arcana check and see if it works, see if it works you could do that. <laughs> So it's a good, Brandon. It's a good point. You're from you're apparently from the Delco area, and you could, you could figure it out. Uh, I rolled an eighteen in nature. Great. Okay, eighteen in nature. So you hold hold it for a second, Brandon. This might help you out. Cami, how are you doing in nature? What are you examining here of the booksy? I feel like Cami is like dipping their toe into the books to see the depth and if it reminds them of water and stuff like that, and being like. Okay, in nature, water acts this way. Maybe the books act that way, too. Great question. To give a pop culture reference, you know when Scrooge McDuck jumps into the gold coins? Mm -hmm. You know, it's not water, but he swims through it as water. And I think that is how it moves as such. It's definitely a higher density, and it doesn't flow as well. But if you dove into it, you jumped into it with force... Then it would move as if it was water, but you gotta like, you know, you two, I think your characters are standing on it now. Sure. And that's how you see people have been standing on it, walking on top of it. But you could like, if you cannonballed into it or dove into it or jumped into it, if you apply force to it, it turns into water. It would separate as such. All right. I I think I have a move. I do too. Okay. But if you still want to do the Arcana check, I wanted to just do that before you rolled, Brendan, if that was informative. Yeah, I think that was perfect. Thank you. Um, Can I... I haven't asked this yet. Can I give bombs to my friends? Bombs, not bombs. That's a good question. You know, that's a good question. Like if we were on the boat and I was like, here's a uh, explosive bomb to throw. Can I do that? I think the class demonstrates that because it's a special thing, you're good at it. Like it's your particular weapon that you use. Yeah. Because I think because it's a special action, I think that is only there for your class. That makes so you sense. could, yeah. but it would. Cammy sure isn't proficient in it. Sure, yeah. That's true. Yeah. 
What I would like to do is I think Cammy is going to reach into her teapot, just scoop out Nani, kiss her on the forehead, and then chuck her into the books where she just saw Troy disappear. Sure, do a strength check for me. Great. Hey, Julia, what does it sound like when you scoop out Nani? <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, let's let's see how hard and well you throw Nani into the water. Like a diver jumping off of the, pushing off the side of the pool to get momentum. It's a 16 minus one for a 15. Pretty good. 15, that's Pretty good. good. Yeah. Get, you get some spin on it. And it starts to whistle like a Nerf football. <laughs> yeah, it's just a perfect shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she doesn't have bones, so it just kind of <laughs> creates that aerodynamic shape there. Well, you saw the jacked maze do it earlier, so we have True. established that Nani whistles like a... Nerf football. Like a Nerf football. Uh, yeah, you you throw Nani into the water, uh, into the book sea. The books part as Nani goes into the depths of the books. And you can see through Nani's eyes. I can when I want to. Basically, okay. I want to send her in to try to find Troy and maybe alert us to where his location is because she has a swim speed, which is why I asked about whether or not it works in water. Big man. And also she has underwater camouflage, which gives her advantage on stealth checks that are made while underwater. Oh, cool. Ooh, interesting. Interesting. I like that. All right. Umbi, do you want to do anything? Yeah, I want to grab a teleportation bomb. Sure. Give a little bit of kiss. <laughs> Was I be jealous? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Throw it up as high as I can in the air. Sure. And then have it explode in the air. So I teleport like 10 feet probably up in the air, 10, 12 feet. Sure. And then gracefully go into a swan dive directly into the pile of books. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you sure do. I think this would be acrobatics for trying to dive gracefully into the booksy. No whammy, 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 no whammy. I can't believe you're jumping into reading like this. Hey, Eric. Yeah. Oh, that's a natural 20, baby. Yeah. That's a natural 20. Incredible. used to be a fucking competitive swimmer in his past life. Apparently. He went to the Fruit Olympics. This is the second time we've had an Olympics. I think we have to establish some sort of international games that yeah. happens at some point. Absolutely. When he was 17, he got recruited to Carnegie Mellon on a I swim scholarship. Said, Jesus Christ. It is. You have a you have a real diver's mustache as you do that, as you do a jackknife and then just and dive seamlessly into the booksy. Yep. Oh, right before Umbi disappears into the books, I'm just very quickly going to cast action on him to give Umbi a additional action that can be used to attack, dash, disengage, hide, or use object. Oh, thanks. Interesting. So it's like you throw Tiatim while he's going by you. Yeah, I'd like blow a little steam towards him and it just wraps around him as he goes into the books. Cool, 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 cool. God, that's so cool. Like when you when I hit the books, you expect a splash, right? But instead it's just like a puff of, of steam. Yeah. <laughs> Two books wobble and then just and just a burst of steam. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna uh mute and turn off the camera as I get Amanda back in. Okay, bye, I guess. Bye. Later. We're just going to hang out and talk about Star Wars, I guess. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> great. Oh, now they're not here? Yeah, now they're not here. Well, this is fun. Troy. That's me. The first thing that strikes you is that being caught under a sea of books is not as dark as you think it is. 
It's like it's like the knowledge is pressing down on me, man. Like I wonder if I'm gonna take anything away from this, you know? Like I've been sleeping with my head on top of my barrel book, and I feel like I know more about barrels than anybody has ever known in the entire world. But maybe if I like if I'm in the sea of books and if I don't drown, then maybe I could come out with more knowledge than I started with. Yeah, what if this is this is like studying osmosis, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like I mean, when I went to basic training, we did only that for three months. Maybe this is basic training, but like for reading. I like that this is just like bouncing around your head the first thing that you think about. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Dry Riptide, jumping in with both feet. All six of them. How many feet do butterflies have? <laughs> Enough. You you have two. You have two. All right. You have Don't two, get around, my man. Two wings, two hands, two feet, all Troy. Two bows, baby. Two, two bows. <laughs> well, that's the first thing you think of. The second thing sure, is sure, the sure. thing that I said. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. kind of patchwork. Like, there's some, there's some light Exactly. The light from the surface isn't like being in water or the Great Salt Sea, which diffuses until it's more water and salt than light. Oh. But it cuts through the small spaces. It's like sitting on the forest floor of a dense rainforest. I was going to ask you what you're feeling in this moment, but it's like, shit, I'm getting smarter just being here. Ooh, ow, yeah. Ooh, they're sharp. Oh, okay. (laughs) Oh, paper cut. All right, I hope that was a good one. So you can sort of breathe down here, but short, shallow breaths. But you run out of oxygen soon if you're not careful. You are sinking. We're going to use something like what you would do if you were holding your breath underwater from the DM's guide. What is your con? Uh, Plus two. Cool. Okay, so you can hold your breath for three minutes. Ooh, Plus, nice. if you once that runs out, you then are running out of breath, and then you might pass out <laughs> in the in the book sink. Okay. Bugs breathe through our skin, man. Yeah, and you, there's a bunch of books pressing you together. Ah, shit. Troy, what do you want to do? All right, I got three minutes. Um, it's not like actual three minutes. It's a little different. I also don't know. Have you like measured your, how long you could you could breathe underwater? I think logically, growing up in the crags, yes, we have a very okay. good sense of what we can breathe underwater. Okay, sure. so like you, being you've underwater competed against your against siblings in in breathing underwater. Oh yeah, 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 and like diving into the tide pool. Like there are lots of tide pools, and like you have to you know like swim underneath the cavern to like, get into the hidden cache. Of, sure, like, sure. The last rulers who were there, and they put in some wine, then it all spoils. Whatever. Okay, um, so you do know. Okay, so you know that you I, have about three minutes to chill while you're down here. Yeah, not to say I can necessarily get out of this because it isn't water. But I I do right. think being submerged in something doesn't panic me. This is also to say you feel you have no sense of where you are. You have no sense of how deep you are. Unless you, you try to figure that out, you are you feel pretty like out of sorts. Yeah. You're just in the middle of nowhere. That was going to be my question is, do I have a sense of which way is up? Uh, do a nature check. Okay. Damn, I'm not like dog shit. <laughs> Troy rules like dog shit. Troy rolls like dog shit, man, but he's hot as he does it. That is a flat three. Oh, it's a three? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, you have no idea which way is up. Though, uh, why don't you do a perception check for me? All right. Getting there. That's a 16 minus one for a 15. All right, 15. Uh, you have no idea which way is up. You're like, it can be anywhere. You try to alphabetize the books to see if it'll help you which way to go. You no, know, I think that was my first instinct. It was, just, it was like turn over and start reading the titles. Like, ooh, what's this one? Like, you know. Yeah, you follow a beam of light that's coming from somewhere down that glints off of something a small distance away from you. All right. So, Eric, what we would do if we were underwater, if this happens, and I know this because Amanda's like a lifeguard. Oh, yes. Right. Is you can see which way his bubbles are going because sometimes right. you can't see the light, but you can see which way the bubbles go. This is not underwater. So I think what Troy will do is just 
drop something. I get that you're being like pressed down against the books and stuff. Sure. But if I can like arch my back to make a little bit of space in front of like my chest and my face, I would love to just pull from the pocket of my coat a little handkerchief that I have stashed away there. My background as a mariner is supposed to have a folded flag belonging to a fallen comrade. Mm. But I just have three lips handkerchief in my pocket. Uh, three um, lips? Yeah. Chaboy? Yeah. And both of my boys, you know, we, we learned how to mend handkerchiefs in the crags. You know, you got to mend the stuff you have. So Three Lips and Rob um, stitched their initials onto a handkerchief for me um, and then very crudely also stitched crags, crags, crags. Uh, and yeah. so I have that tucked into my pocket. And so I'm going to like hold it up above my hand like I'm about to drop like a, you know, a button or a coin and then drop it and see which way it drops to help cool. me know which way is up. Yeah, that's very smart. The handkerchief goes quote unquote below you. Uh, you are upside down, so it falls Great. past. It Onto falls my past face. you. Yeah. But you turn as you shift yourself around. It is going down towards that thing that you see glinting. Okay, I want to try to grab that shiny thing because Troy Riptide comes into a situation, comes out with more stuff than he came in with. It is uh, a little far away. You got to swim, quote unquote, swim your way there. No, let's do it. Let me let me swim down through the books, try to grab it, but I'm going to keep myself oriented as to which way is up. Okay, do an athletic check for me to see how well you do. I know you have a swimming speed, but this is not water. It definitely takes. <laughs> it's like you got to do climbing. You got to do force. Oh, and that twenty. I do have proficiency in athletics as well. Uh, so the the final roll would be a twenty three. I mean, that's twenty three. Yeah, you are zooming down towards the glittering thing. You yeah. are making great time. Fuck yeah, dude. Unmute, please, and oh. please leave. What? Huh? Okay. Umbi, have you all of a sudden put on your old timey bathing suit like you had in the <laughs> at the hold? Please, Eric. It's a bathing costume. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. You, you're going a sexy nurse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sexy swimming nurse. How would Umbi figure out where to go, where Troy is? I mean, I don't think he would. I think he's just sort of like searching. There is, he would know because you've been around so long, like there's a search pattern that you want to do where sure. you sort of like start at a point and then do a spiral. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, and then eventually you can start doing spokes after that, but you got to start with the spiral. Yeah, no, that's ooh, that's good. Where did you, where did Brandon Grugel learn that? Uh, there is a master class on Delta Airlines. A survivalist named Jesse something. They're all named Jesse something. That's fine. Yeah. what? Absolutely what? Yeah, did your phone die when you were on the plane? No, I chose to watch that, guys. Was it just like a really long flight and you're like, ah, fuck it, I watched everything else? Um, no, I just liked, I just wanted to watch it. Did you know that you shouldn't? So SOS, you know how people, you think of like, make a big SOS when you get lost or whatever? Mm -hmm. That's a waste of time and energy. The international symbol for I need help is a V. Oh. Oh. An X. I forget which one's which. One means I need attention and one means um, I need medical attention. Oh, then I'm, I'm going to start doing a V everywhere so that people know I need attention. Yeah. Luckily, luckily, Brandon, even if they don't know that the X is the symbol, they might think there's treasure there and they'll stop. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. Because of that fun fact, do a survival check for me with um, advantage because that was great. <laughs> I love getting advantage because of fun facts. I should do that more often. Julia, that's called inspiration. <laughs> it's baked right into the game. Woo! I'm using your DM. Who would have thought? Okay, well, the first one I got a seven, but don't worry, because the second one I got a nine. Great. Oh, Jesus Wonderful. Jesus Christ. Nine plus what? Are those the good dice? <laughs> no, they're the bad. 
Yeah, I got a nine straight up. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! All right, yeah, you're doing the spiral pattern. That that certainly that that works out. Umby, you feel like after you spiral a little bit, you feel like you see some movement below you and to the right, Ooh. something shifting in the in the booksy. Can quick question before I investigate or not investigate that? Can I breathe? That's a great question. What is your con? Uh-oh. Plus one. Okay, great. So from the DM's guide, it actually, the way that you you breathe underwater is you do one plus your con. Okay. So you have two minutes, and then you have a round, and then you'll pass out, and then you'll have a round and you'll die. <laughs> so we're going to use those rules, but it's like you can breathe, but it's shallow and it's hard because thing, the books are pushing down on you, so we're going to use these rules. You can breathe for two minutes easy. Uh, do you think you know that? How long you can hold your breath underwater, quote unquote? I mean, yeah, he was a he went he was recruited by Carnegie Mellon as a swimmer. So oh, that's right, that's right, that's yeah. the net twenty, baby. Yeah, so you know you got two minutes to play with, which is a decent amount of time. It's not it's not nothing. That's a pretty long time to hold your breath. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna do, be a little squishy with it. You can do we'll do it with actions as we usually do, being like time and stuff. And you do have two actions here from your magical steam. So yeah, you, there's some movement happening below you. What do you do? Um. There's a shifting in the books. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? Just remember you have two actions. I know. I don't know if I want to investigate this or not. I mean, you rolled pretty low in survival. I think it's a safe bet. If you want to send Nani to investigate, Nani can swim down there. What if Nani gets eaten? I don't want to get Nani eaten. Then I can resummon Nani. It's okay. And they also have good stealth. So if they have to hide, they can hide. Julia, do you feel confident enough that you've gotten inside this fucking mind? You know what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, bitch, I do. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens. I think I, I think I'm just gonna ready an action with a burst bomb. Okay, I'll let you ready that because you have two. So, what do you want to do though? If I see a warchark emerge, I'm gonna throw the burst bomb at its nose. Because it hates that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So you're just you're just gonna stay. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay floating. This this word shark has bad sinuses. It doesn't like to be tapped on the nose. Cool. Immediately you hear it, ah-choo, as the <laughs> which is the telltale sign of a word shark with a cold. <laughs> okay. I'm just kidding. I rolled a four on stealth. A, a word shark bursts through the books below you, but you're ready to throw a bomb, yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. Make an attack roll. Yeah. May I also make an attack? Nani, yeah, Nani can attack too. Uh, so I'm going to cast a spell through Nani. Sure. Uh, I'm going to cast Hollowing Curse. Can you please make a dexterity saving throw for this word shark? Yeah, tell me about Hollowing Curse. No candy for this shark. Choose a creature within range to make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, the target takes 2d6 necrotic damage and is cursed for up to a minute. On a success, it takes half damage and is not cursed. While cursed, use an action to deal 1d6 necrotic damage automatically. Hell yeah, I rolled a four as my dexterity save. Fuck yeah, you cursed, bitch. An attack roll from, from Umby? 11 total, seven plus four. Not good. And it's going to take seven necrotic damage on the first roll. Nah, armor armor class higher than that, my man. That's all right. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, it gets lost in the in the sea, but it sure does look cool when uh, a curse and a bomb gets thrown at the same time. They That's both cool. explode. Yeah. Well, here's my question, Eric. Does it explode? Does it just become a mine, a floating mine in the sea? 
He rolls a dice. No, I rolled a two. It explodes. Oh, dang. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like a tea kettle going off, a, a loud high-pitched squeal, and then a burst of a bomb, and the uh, the word shark. Uh, it's it's it, it's bad. It's not happy. The word shark goes, oh, 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 and swims past <laughs> you. <laughs> Cursed forevermore by a witch. Sure. <laughs> At least for a minute. At least for a minute. <laughs> it doesn't have a good sense of time. It's forevermore. It's like a dog. All right, Umbi, Nani, Nani, what do you do? I'm going to keep searching. Yeah. Yeah, make another survival check for me. Uh, no advantage this time, just regular? Uh, no advantage on this one, because you're already in the spiral pattern. Can I have Nani also do a uh, survival check? Absolutely. Nani can do a different check if, if Nani wants to, if Nani wants to be a little bit more specific. Well, Nani's intelligence is minus four, but her wisdom is plus zero. So. Yeah, go ahead. Do whatever you want. Nope, not not one. <laughs> <laughs> Nani's reading. Nani found some oct- some like an anatomical book on encephalopods, <laughs> and is looking at some nasty stuff. Is it dirty? Like, is Nani? An- it's dirty for Nani. <laughs> you ever seen some octopus porn, Brandon? <laughs> Damn, Nani. All right, we didn't know you were a dirty perv. What'd you roll, um, on me? Well, Eric, I rolled a seven. You rolled a seven. Yeah. Hey, you're still spiraling. You're looking out. You're looking out for it. You're spiraling. It's been about a minute. Oh, shit. We got to get going. I'll, I'll say I'm spiraling. Hey, get out of here. I want to talk to my wife. Oh, okay. Fuck. All right. All right. What up, fam? What up? What up? What up? All wife. right. Troy, uh, let you, you're swimming down. Yeah, I'm going to swim down and grab that thing with my uh, natural 20, if you would remember. I do remember. You are schmoving through the books. You're like, no, I don't want to read this. I don't want to read this. Get out of here. Get out of here. No, no, Eric, when they hit me, then I get the knowledge. I don't have to read it. You don't have to read it? No. No? No. Oh, that's right. You're doing it through osmosis. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Booksmosis? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. All right. As you swim down with your uh, himbo strength. (laughs) Yeah. True. Uh, True. You get down closer and as you move books away, I think you can make like a little cavern down there. Just cool. to, like get a good, better look at what you're what at what you're seeing. I think you've used about a minute of breath now. Okay. After just from uh, your your orientation and everything. Yes. But you, I think you can like push out and make a little cavern for yourself. Cool. And you see down there is the skeleton of a flora green folk. Oh man. You also realize that the books have pressed this flower. Oh no. <laughs> so it looks like a flower pressed in a book. Uh, brutal. Yeah, I think the petals are still there, dried, but the skeleton, the the root, it also looks pretty. The stems and the leaves still remain in a calcified, dried state. Wow, that's really impactful. Dang, 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 dude. Did Troy say that or Amanda said that? Dang, dude. That's what Troy said. (laughs) Yeah, Amanda said, "Wow, it's really impactful image." (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. And you you do see the thing that's glittering is actually an amulet around this skeleton's neck. Uh, Trey grabs it, no questions asked. I think you can grab it and pull it and hold it in your hand. Uh, but it seems to be stuck a little bit on this flora skeleton. And you can't just like easily lift it off of its neck. Um, this amulet's bow and arrow pendant is strung with a length of well-worn bowstring. Oh. Uh, it's not it's actually it's not actually a chain. Can I unknot one of the ends of the fixture real quick? Yeah, I think knots are survival. Yeah. <laughs> Again, so let's do another survival check. Sure. Also, while you're doing this, right after this, can you give me a history check? Mm-hmm. All right, so survival. Ooh, man, has proficiency A. Ooh, let's go. 
All right. That is an 18. Uh, with proficiency, that is a 19. You are not it, and you're able to slip it out. There were a bunch of books, some really, really heavy encyclopedias on taxes that was pitting it down. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, get out of here, kicks the book, doesn't even know about that. Yeah, so you were actually able to slip the rope back on, and you can retie it uh, immediately because you're a good roll. Yeah. Hey, give me a history check. All right, it's 14 uh, plus zero. Sure, 14. You're actually really familiar with this because the the bowstring amulet, which is what I, I'm going to call it, reminds you of something that you saw you knew in an old children's book. Really? Yeah, which is wild. Um, this is the, the amulet of Goldenrod the Respectful Raider, who is a really nice what? pirate who helps people. Oh, my God. Yeah, and you might you know it, Goldenrod, it's like one of those children's books that rhyme. Goldenrod, the respectful raider, he never frowns, he never wavers. He had a, he had a wife, never betrayed her. If he ever lied, it would be his <laughs> nader. He has his values on the narrow and straighter. A friendly guy, a good communicator. Goldenrod, the sweet crusader, he saved a ship all by himself with magic rope. And that's it, no greater. Wow, I love this. Yeah. I so, think Troy only ever heard this said out loud to him, and it never occurred to him it could have been a book. <laughs> yeah, it's, like it's, it's a children's story, for sure. Wow. Um, and yeah, this, this is the thing. This amulet, like a goldenrod, also had a bow, which is why you like the story so much. Yeah. And by activating his, am- his magic amulet, he could fire an arrow, and there would be a rope attached to it. <gasps> That's and he incredible. Used it, and he used it like to save his friends, his crew, and to save other people who were lost in various waters uh, from sea monsters and, and bad people. Down under the swirling sea of books next to the skeleton, Troy just like stands on top of one of the petrified leaves, like raises the amulet up toward where he knows the sky to be and goes, Goldenrod, I will be worthy of you. And slips it on his neck. Hell yeah, dude. Now, uh, can you make an arcana check for me? Yeah. Yeah, all right. That's a four. <laughs> That's a four. Hey, this is a really good recreation from a children's story. I don't know who made this. This is this is high quality, though. Amazing. It yeah. doesn't matter, Troy. No, it's nice. It's nice stuff. Nah, it's yeah. nice, bro. Hell yeah. Cool. All right, yeah. You're down there. What do you want to do? From there, I'm going to uh, kick, climb, swim my way up back to the surface. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, give me another athletics check. I better results when I use two hands, I find. Oh, nice. 18 plus one plus two for 21. Hell yeah. How do you start to swim upwards? I think as with any good swim, you have to start with a powerful kick. Um, And so Troy doesn't notice, but he does like decapitate the skeleton of the of the floral folks uh, (laughs) by like kicking off from the ground and starts. uh, Just the head of the flower cracks off. Yeah. And starts. uh, breaststroking his way up toward where he remembers the sky to be. Incredible. All right, I'm going to I'm going to swap back. All right. All right, see you later. Peace. Hey, it's Amanda and I would love today to thank and say a very happy birthday to the best GM in podcasting, Eric Silver. From all of us here at Join the Party and at Multitude, and I know I speak on behalf of every Join the Party listener when I say you deserve the absolute best birthday of all time, no matter if that involves some uh, green folk wishing you happy birthday, maybe a time loop, maybe not. You did wake up today on May 2nd. That's great. Or, you know, a prince uh, of some nice city-states, uh, saying that he remembers you always. Happy birthday. 
Thank you so much to our newest patron, Michelle. You have joined the hundreds of other people who make room in their budget for us every single month. We so appreciate you. And even though you represent about 5% of our total audience, you are the 5% that makes the rest of the 95% possible because you make it literally actually possible for us to put so many hours into the show that we care about so much. And in exchange, you get access to all kinds of great stuff, our bi-weekly party planning podcast, and our thriving patron-only Discord, ad-free episodes, video versions of party planning, see our voices come out of our faces, it's pretty trippy, bloopers, and more and more. Join us today, if you can, at patreon.com slash join the party pod. And you know what? Regardless, tweet at Eric. At L Silvero, E L underscore S I L V E R O. Happy birthday. This week at Multitude, Pale Blue Pod is rocking and rolling. The Hubble Telescope just celebrated its birthday, and Pale Blue Pod had an episode all about it. This is, of course, the astronomy podcast hosted by astrophysicist Dr. Moya McTeer and comedian Corinne Caputo, all about demystifying space one topic at a time. If you are a little bit overwhelmed and maybe scared by space but want to be a friend of the universe, this is the podcast for you. Seriously, I look forward to it every Monday, and you will too. Look up Pale Blue Pod in your podcast app now or go to palebluepod.space. We are sponsored this week by 20-Sided Store. This is our friendly local game store in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, that can also be your friendly local game store because they can ship to wherever you are local to. We have gone to the store a couple of times now, and they have some amazing stuff in stock as well as for sale online. They have card packs for Fiasco, amazing dice, DM journals, any kind of game you might need, puzzles, board games, gifts, everything, zines. Oh my God, the zines are so good. So go ahead to 20sidedstore.com. Spell out the word 20, 20sidedstore.com, and check them out online. Seriously, they are so friendly and great, and their website is amazing. They have a great cat. You got to check them out. Or if you're in Brooklyn, go and see their new space at 280 Grand Street in Williamsburg. No matter which way you choose to shop, you can use the code PIRATE for 20% off your order. That's 20sidedstore.com, or visit them in person in Brooklyn. The show is also sponsored by BetterHelp, and I know very well that it is really easy to get caught up in what everybody needs from you and never take a minute to think about what you need from yourself, and that is something that I really rely on therapy for. And when my therapist says things like, did you do something this week that's just for you? And I go, um... Um, the answer is, well, I probably should. And so as a promise to myself and to you guys over my lunch break, just before I recorded this, I went ahead and bought some bath salt so that I can have like a nice relaxing bath and take that minute to think about myself and be proud of my accomplishments so that no matter what else I have to do during the week and the month and the year, all the things that I want to get better at, all the ways I want to show up more for people in my life, I can make sure that I spend time with me also, which is a real hassle to remember to do and can be hard to feel like I need to justify that to myself. But my therapist is the one who helps make sure I do it. And when I could not find a therapist that I could afford here in Brooklyn who was taking new patients, I used BetterHelp. It was so convenient to be able to just download the app, sign up, and start talking to somebody very quickly. That's not how things work normally in traditional therapy. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash join the party today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash join the party. And now let's get back to the show.
You've used about half of your breath, Umby. Uh, what would you like to do? I mean, I'm just going to keep searching, I guess. I don't really have anything better to do. I can't, I don't have any other. No, no. Are you, so are you working like horizontally? Yes. Okay. Uh, maybe we need to be doing vertically too. That's what I assumed from your spiraling. I that maybe I'll do. That's a good point, Eric. Maybe I'll start. I'll stay in the spiral pattern horizontally, but I'll also add depth. Yeah. To it, um, so just kind of do like a sine wave. Um, sure. In verticality. And uh, Cami, you want Nani to to stay with Umbi? Yes, Nani's going to stay with Umbi. I think if Nani can give some help actions via survival checks as well, that would be extremely useful. Yeah, Nani can do that. Okay. Up on the surface, what is Cami doing? So you're looking through your magical periscope, but what else? I think Cami is going back and forth because Cami is blinded when looking through Nani's eyes. So I think Cami, just to be safe, because there have been multiple word shark attacks at this point, is trying to keep an eye out. Actually, hold on. I think there's a spell I can do. Let me just check something real quick. Is Nani, 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 Nani anything? Nani, 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 Nani. <laughs> uh, great. So I think while using her eyes to see through Nani's eyes, I think what I'm going to do is have Cami cast Sanctuary on herself. Sure. Mm, smart. So basically, until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Hell yeah. What does it look like doing making this? It's just like shimmery golden hour light all around Cami, where she's just like sparkling and dust motes. Are you like pouring it out in a circle around oh, yeah, you like 100%. making a salt circle, but it's a tea circle? That's fine. 100%. That's tight as hell. I love that. Yeah. A little sprinkling of tea and then also poured out in the liquid form. <sighs> Back in my day, we protected ourselves with weapons only. Sorry, who's that, Eric? Is that a new NPC that we're <laughs> meeting? Well, actually, it's a it's an NPC you remember. As you look up and you see the old, Cammy, you see the old wrinkly avocado <laughs> from the quintessential pirate ship. Uh, yeah. uh, you see yeah. the avocado standing there with his grandchildren. <laughs> and his grandchildren all have their hands in their hands. As they're like, he's like 100 feet away standing on like a mound of brochures. Hello, sir. I respect your wisdom. <laughs> I thought you were just making fun of Umbi. I also get to do old man voice sometimes. <laughs> that's fun. That's, that's not how we used to do it back in the old times. We didn't have magicians or or warlockesses. We almost certainly did. That's wonderful. <laughs> would you, <laughs> Cabby goes, would you tell me more about what you used to experience in the old times? Absolutely. And then Cammy goes into Nani. <laughs> Immediately deaf and blind. I rolled an eight and he slips down the the, the hell of the last thing you see is an old an old out of a calico man going gradually <laughs> step out to grab him. Extremely funny. And then for the rest of this time, Cammy, you just hear like the old the low rumblings of <laughs> Like it's underwater. Yeah. <laughs> All right, give me another survival check, and also for Nani. All right, Nani, let's go. <gasps> Nani rolled a net 20. Oh. Yay! Nani, Nani, Nani. 13? 13, cool, yeah. You keep doing your parabolas. Cammy. you feel that Nani cocks her little seaweed octopus head and then dives. 
And Ami, Ami Khan, Nani's gone. Nani <laughs> slips in between like a book that's closed and Nani still slips in between the pages and shoots away. I'm going to try to follow if I can, but yeah. If you want to, yeah. Just to make your life a little easier, Brandon, I mm-hmm. think what Nani is going to do is release a little bit of her ink cloud. Oh, cute. So that you can follow the ink trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you can follow. It's just about if you're able to, if old man Umby is able to catch up with a, with a sea octopus. Does the ink spell Umby this way? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Becomes a neon arrow. <laughs> you you bet it does. It sure it stains a lot of books. It's really upsetting for a librarian out there. Yeah. Uh, Humby, make an athletics check to see if you can catch up. Oh boy, you have old man strength. I know you have proficiency in this. Yeah, it's still not great though. It's only plus one. That's old man strength for you. That's an eight. Eight. Brandon, new dice. Yeah, I'll switch to my other d twenty. Nani goes. And leads the way, but it's just too fast for something that can turn itself into so so small and fits in between these cracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. Brandon, I'm gonna need you to to step away. Okay. Oh shit. Well, I get to talk to Dagulia. Yeah. Oh. Hi, Amanda. Oh no, does this mean Julia's under the sea, or I'm out of it? I missed you. I missed you too. Troy, as you are as you are hard swimming upwards, you collide with an incredibly fast moving seaweed octopus. Nani, I missed you. I'm I'm going up. You coming with me? And Nani Nani is pulling you back the way that she came. That she came, not that I went. No, that she All came. Right, yeah. Which is on a uh, a sharp forty five degree angle. All right. Take me away, girl. I am going to end the concentration on myself. Actually, it's not a concentration spell. Holy shit, Sanctuary's not a concentration spell. I'm going to cast Sanctuary again, this time through Nani on Troy. Nice. Thanks. What does that look like? I think Nani glows with the golden hour light of Cammy's tea spellcasting. So many things are glowing today. And it spreads through the tentacles and then latches onto Troy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It looks like a tea bag in water, like disperses around. I fucking love that. Yeah. Through Nani, Cammy, you realize that Troy knows exactly which way is up. And Troy is going to pull Nani on a more direct route. Sweet. Nani, are they this way? Because up is that way. And Nani uh, Nani gestures uh, behind her to some ink, (laughs) to a, a, a stream of ink that's been carved through like a little hole of the books. Lead the way, girl. And I'm going to swim after her. I need you both to make stealth checks for me. Uh, Nani gets advantage on that. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that's a 14. <laughs> and that is a 19 for Nani. Oh, 14, 19. Oh, oh sorry. No, hold on. I rolled a 17, and Nani gets plus four to stealth. Let's go. Dang. Yeah. Water, water stealth, baby. Yeah. Troy, you feel some movement above you. And then Nani camouflages herself to look like a book. <laughs> it's fucking adorable. Yeah. Do you know things? You see some rumbly, some movement above you, and then it goes away. Nani, you're the bomb. <laughs> you want to keep going? Yeah, swim after her. No question. So you're swimming. Now we're going back the way we came? Yes. All right, great. I'm following Nani. I'm assuming we're like angling to a different like place in the room, but also still up, like yes. a 45 degree. Correct, okay. correct, yeah. correct. Yeah. I also think that Nani is going to try to find Umbi on the way back up because Umbi's time is running out, and I don't like that. Sure, sounds good. All right, 
All right, you two, both of you get out of here. All right, goodbye. <laughs> hey, bud. Oh, no, I'm not. It's just me now? It's just you now. Did you kill all my friends? Yeah. Oh, no. Umby, make a, um, make a wisdom saving throw for me. A wisdom saving throw? Hey, bro, which would you think is for fear? Uh, definitely intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> he he says, looking at his character sheet. <laughs> a wisdom saving throw, please. I got plus zero to that. Oh, but what's that, Eric? That's a natural fucking 20. Hey, Umby. This is your inner Umby. Hey, you how you doing? Do you think all of our friends are dead? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I wanted to ask you, but I do, I feel like I have to comfort you now. I mean, probably not. Yeah, I don't think so. Are we hungry? <laughs> yeah, can we go to can we go to that bar? Maybe they have like I don't know, like a really big sandwich. Oh, I would I would love a big old soy burger, I guess. What I don't know what we have is cheeseburgers here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean if you want to, if you wanted to be made out of soybean, is that because you want is that because you watched those edamame people get eaten earlier? Maybe. I don't know. You're me, you tell me. I I'm your inner self. I, I'm like your memories. You're the one driving the car. Oh, I'm like okay. in the back telling you to turn the air down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, they're they're good kids. They're probably fine. Yeah, they're good kids. They're smart. Yeah. Also, I think uh, you, I think you should surface. Oh, oh, you're shit. running out of air. Yeah, that's a good point. You have like your inner self looks at a watch. I don't know, or like, or a sundial that's <laughs> that's attached. To his <laughs> I don't know. There's like you have like thirty seconds left, my guy. Oh, I got yeah. I have better surface, and I'm yeah. gonna surface. Uh, well, that's what your inner self is saying. Do you want you want to surface or you want to wait? No, I'm gonna surface. You want to surface? You think it's fine? I can always dive back down. Yeah. Okay, you can surface. Yeah. Do you know which way? Here's a good question. Do you know know which way is up? Yeah, I think so. I think just the sort of the same way that like we inherently know which way is up and we're in the water. I guess you did, and you dove down so that you do. Know, it's not like you fell out of a boat. Right. Yeah. Good point, good point. Oh, yeah, then just just give me an athletics check to swim through. Oh, come on, baby. 17. 17. You push off hard, and you are... You're not. You're certainly not as deep as you thought it was. You you break through the wake up at the top. You were kind of like... It's almost like like a gopher or a diglet poking out. <gasps> you surface. You're, you're, you're about 20 feet away from Cammy, from where you dove in. There is an old wrinkly avocado man and a bunch of his grandchildren looking really embarrassed, lecturing Cammy. But Cammy is has a slack-jawed, dead-eyed expression. Uh, and she, she is surrounded by golden light, kind of in like a big circle. And the avocado man is like standing right on the outside of the circle. Uh, wait, and another thing, and another thing. When my day, well, yeah, okay, maybe sometimes we had a, a a sword that could talk, but never a full magician. Hey, shut up! I think I know you. Hey, what? <laughs> I think I, I think I know you. Hey, you look familiar to me too. I think I'm gonna roll a d10 and see if I know you. <laughs> I'm gonna do that too. <laughs> um. I roll a six, so I don't know them. You don't know them. I guess I can't do a contest for this. I guess this is only a move for you. I mean, I think I think all old men have this ability, so if you want to try it, I think you're allowed to. I rolled a ten. <laughs> so 
here's what, so you so do here's know what me. happens. So here's what happens. Maybe you knew my parents. <laughs> hey, wait a second. Are you Umby? Yeah, do you know me? I don't know you. I do. You broke up my marriage. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> you, you knew I was sweet on Carlene and you still moved in. And she thought about you all the time. <laughs> it was two fine years, one bad year. I'm just going to throw a teleportation bomb up in the years. air immediately and try to dive back down underneath the water. <laughs> all right, do an athletics check. Hey, kids, this is why you don't know your, this is why you don't know your grandmother. Eleven. <laughs> yeah, you fucking dive back down. <laughs> All right, get it. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. Cammy, where are you at? You're tuning out the old man still? Well, actually, I think I'm going to go back into my body now. I think what? Nani has this covered. <laughs> I'll double check to make sure every uh, couple of, every 10 seconds or so, just to get a peep. All right, Nani and Troy, using your combined underwater animal and himbo strength, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are you motor and schmoove your way, just cutting through the paper cuts that could probably slash you. You're just cutting through these books. Eric, books would never hurt me. No, books, you're right. Books, books would never me. hurt you. Troy's best friend is books. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. And you return to where Nani came from, and Umbi is not there. God damn it, Umbi. You're still under the sea. You have one minute left on your, on your breath. I'm going to suggest that Nani points upwards for Troy, and Nani's going to dive deeper to try to find Umbi again. Because, again, I'm concerned that Umby's time is running out and he might have passed out. So I want to make sure everyone gets their breathing time. Yeah. So um, Cammy can communicate with Nani, but Nani right, can't right. speak common. So, Cammy, you're gonna want to, you want Nani to indicate to Troy just to go up? Yeah. Yeah. Say Nani, Nani points uh, a few octopus limbs up to say, let's let's go. <laughs> You're not coming with? Nutty swims around. Or like our Looney Tunes pulls out an oxygen meter from nowhere <laughs> and it's said full. All right. You can take care of yourself. That's for sure. <laughs> Nani flexes like muscles. <laughs> See you in a minute then, girl. Welcome, welcome to the gum show. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, you want to service? Yeah. Okay. So, and then Cammy, you want to return to your body, right? Yes, please. Okay. Troy, as you surface, either you pop up like you're a gopher or a diglet. Yeah. <laughs> and you're about, and Troy, you're about like, you're a little ways from Cammy. And as you look up, you immediately see Umby diving back into the sea, into the book sea. Grandpa, and, no! And a, Umby, no! And Cammy and, and a soft avocado man yelling, You broke up my marriage! What? Me? No, not you. Wait, you weren't paying attention the whole time? No, I was. Tell me one thing I said. That Umby broke up your marriage. And the way that and the way that you used to do it back in the day to protect yourself was with weapons. You didn't have magicians or warlockesses. 
okay, you were paying attention. See, this is what it would look like if you were paying attention. And a bunch of just small avocado fits are just like, yeah, Grandpa, I get it, yeah. <laughs> what have I missed? Yeah, sorry, yes. Respect your elders. Um, So I'm catching Umbi as he's going back under. Can I shoot him in the foot, but like nicely? <laughs> sure, make an attack roll. Like okay. a nice uh, shot in the foot? Like with a blunted bolt, yeah. maybe, or something like that? Uh, I only rolled a five, so I'm going to re-roll. Well, you want to do the ricochet? This is ricochet? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's um, an 11 plus four uh, for a 15. Okay. Does that hit? That definitely... Umbi's AC can't be that it's not high. 15. No. Mine's yeah. only 13. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think it's 14. You can yeah. see what is it. You should just say... You should slack Brandon and say, what's your AC? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to slack Brandon right now. What's, what's your AC? I'm just asking in Slack, what's your Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Well, the good news is with Ricochet, if I hit, I do do half damage. Yeah, right. it's like, yeah Brandon's AC is 13. Incredible. Yeah. Sorry, Umby's AC is 13. Okay, great. Okay. Um, I so, like the idea this is like, it's like bouncing off of the, of the whole Umby made in the sea. Yes. I'm going to do a limb shot here. So my damage is going to be halved. All right, I rolled a three, so that's half to a one. So it's all one right, point of damage. Okay, one point of damage. Um, me. But I'm going to use a risk die here to do a limb shot, uh, which is when I hit a creature with a ranged weapon attack, I can expend a risk die as a bonus action and aim for one of its limbs, attempting to force it to drop an item of my choice that it's holding, and it must make a con saving throw. On a failed save, it drops it, and the object lands at its feet. What What do you so, want me to drop? I want to drop a shoe. I mean, what I'm trying to do is like pin pin his foot to the surface. He's dropping his pants. Maybe he drops he wants, his pants. Yeah, he drops his pants. Okay, okay yeah, he'll drop his pants. That sounds great. I'll <laughs> make him do Brandon a con in? roll and see if, he, if you pin his pants. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Can uh, we bring Brandon in? Yes, we're going to bring Brandon. Hey, Brandon, could you uh, make a con saving throw for me? I could, but do I have to? Yes, yeah. you do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that everyone's back together now. This is very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> I would argue that it's probably a good thing. Con saving throw right now. That is a five total. <laughs> of right. course it is. Yeah. Right. Umbi, you're diving away from your problems. And you hear a ping, 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 ping. And your pants are slashed off of your body and pinned against a, a book in the booksy. Ah, my pants, my books. You also say, please take one point of damage. Ah, just one, Brandon, just one. My HP. <laughs> I think it gets a little cut on your calf. Or on the butt. Well, I was trying to preserve the old man's dignity. One a point bit. of pu- of butt damage. Yeah, well, everyone I, knows that old old men don't have much of a butt. So really, it's, it's just true. like the thigh is the same as the butt. So yeah, 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 sure. yeah. You know. In my head, you're wearing like 1950s heart boxers. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, that are four sizes too large. Okay, I just wanted to. I wanted you to yes and that. <laughs> just yeah, toss, yeah, just toss that yeah. out there. They're four sizes too large, and they have holes already in them, so it works. They're yeah. billowing like a slip. Like, it's it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Troy yells from across the book sea, I'm, I'm sorry, Grandpa, I had to stop you. I'm cool. You don't have to go back under for me. What? I'm over here. And then Troy waves. We found Troy. What? <laughs> Let me come up and I'll hear you better. <laughs> and so the book sea closes behind, closes behind the arrow. Uh, there is still a, a yelling old uh, squishy avocado who is like, did you know your grandpa is a is a life ruiner? He's a home wrecker, and he has been his entire life. I I know he I know he smells now, but he's still bad. 
He's been bad Grandpa, the whole time. No. He's rotten. Grandpa, how could you? You hear from very quietly underwater. I'm a fucking pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So can we like get out of here or? You're no pirate of mine. God bless you. My own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from the old school. A gentleman, a Benjamin pirate, is not supposed to steal each other's woman. And I'm sure Grandpa is very uh, sorry for that. And There's oh, absolutely really? no way that's the case. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, regret looks different on everyone, sir. Would you like a calming <laughs> cup of tea? No, I'm going to sure? get a drink. And I'm going to get out of here. I don't want to see any of your faces ever again. I mean, we were also planning on going to get a drink. So maybe if you don't want to yell at Umbi Then you better anymore. stay at the other side of the bar. <laughs> yes, sir, we shall. I respect your wisdom. All right, kids, we're going. You're going to bring children to a bar? Okay, bye. <laughs> we're pirates. Come on. <laughs> His quote-unquote kids are like 60 years old. Oh, yeah. They're, they're in their 40s and 50s. <laughs> There's one scrappy Gen Z, uh, like, great-grandchild. Mm -hmm. <laughs> With weird hair. Yeah, wild <laughs> hair. hair. I didn't, and it's like you put like construction paper on an avocado pit. Oh. <laughs> it looks weird. It looks weird. Cute. And Nani also resurfaces. And back in the pot you go. Good job, baby. Mwah. Yeah, she draws, uh, Nani jumps right out of the book sea into the pot. You deserve a nice long rest, baby. Uh, seems like I missed some stuff, but I got a cool necklace. What? And Troy lifts up a um, an amulet in the shape of a bow and arrow that's hanging from a string of uh, bowstring that's looped around his neck. That's cool. Troy, that's amazing. That fits your aesthetic perfectly. <laughs> Both of you do history checks for me. Yeah. Ooh. I rolled an 18. 18. Eric, this is my third natural 20 Holy of shit, the episode. Use those what? dice more. Whoa. Use those dice more. Well, wonderful. I'm going to say anything and more to you two, because you both rolled better than Troy. Yeah. You recognize this amulet because it's from a children's book. Oh. This is the amulet worn by Goldenrod, the respectful raider. Mm. Who is a, it's a, child, a series of children's stories that were written down into books. Uh, they were about a, a very nice pirate that helped people. <laughs> I got this one from the whole library. I love oh, that Oh, that's book. the amulet from... Reginald Gold Raider, the pirate who is nice. Yeah. I can't remember the name. What was it called? <laughs> Dr. Radish Radish presents. Yes. <laughs> well, I, it's funny you say that, Julia. And oh, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this because Brandon's at 20. This is actually a folk story. This is a oh, very, okay. very, very old Robin Hood-esque children's story about a, a guy who's kind of a rascal but does nice things for other people because he knows it's the right thing to do. It's a rhyming story. Goldenrod, the respectful raider, he never frowns, he never wavers. He have a wife, he never left, he never betrayed her. If he ever lied, it was his nader, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> But here's the thing is that he well he was a friendly guy and a good communicator but also uh he saved his ship all by himself with magic rope that's it no greater the thing the reason why he used the magic rope he turned he he would say the secret word to his amulet which was friendship and <gasps> and he could fi he fired an arrow he had a he had a bow and arrow and when he said it the arrow would have rope attached to it so he could fire it whenever he wanted it's like rope came out of nowhere 
Cool. Very out of cool. the arrow's butt, Eric, you can say it. It was out of the arrow's butt, yes. Yeah. It was it's the, butt the, rope. The, it's, it's butt rope, sure. Okay. <laughs> hey, you said it, Amanda. <laughs> and that is the amulet, his magic amulet, that seems to be what Troy's wearing. Now, this is a folk story, so I will say, unless you, you want to investigate it further. I would love to do an arcana check to see what this might do. Bang, bang. I would also like to do that. I have a plus four. I rolled a 12 plus three for a 15. May sure. I also roll or should I not, Eric? If you want to, sure. Okay. Yeah, we can all like reassemble on the shores of the book. Your scene. arcana is different from my arcana, so maybe you have a different expertise than mine, Umby. Well, Campy, I got a seven. So. Uh, well, you know what? Sometimes you roll nat 20s and sometimes you roll sevens. You're hot, then you're cold. You're yes, then you're no. You're, re- you're reaching out and you try to cry. It's like, let me see it. <laughs> uh, 15. Troy, I'll say. Has not activated it yet. Troy, do you know how cool that necklace is? Uh, yeah, that's why I'm wearing it. It fits my whole vibe. And he gestures down at his, like, coat and gold buttons. All right, Troy, I have a suggestion. Now, next time you fire an arrow, you should very loudly yell, Friendship! Troy turns around, fires an arrow into the wall, and yells, Friendship! Umby turns to Cammy and says, Cammy, is this a prank? No! Oh, cool! <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, try to uh, fire an arrow into the wall. Yeah, make an attack roll for me. All right, 16 plus 4, dirty yeah. 20. Sure, what yeah. are you firing at? Um, I'm going to fire at, you mentioned that there were um, like arrow slits, like where books can come in. Oh, right? yeah, there's to like the there's like deposit, there's like deposit um, uh, slots okay. all yeah. the way up on the silo, yeah. That's so cool. he's just going to shoot just above one of those slots. Sure. That shit is 300 feet away, and you fire an arrow, boof, all of a sudden, rope comes streaming out of your amulet attached to the back of the arrow. Ping! You got a zip line, baby. Sorry, what wow. kind of rope, Eric? What? What kind of rope was it that came out? Butt I mean, rope. I mean, am- no, okay, amulet. Cool. amulet no, he want, Brandon wanted me to say butt rope. <laughs> butt rope! Bang, you got a zip line. That shit is strong. You tech the tension. It is perfect. And that Whoa. is 300 feet away. That's freaking cool. Does uh, does Nani want to climb and see what's up there? <laughs> go, girl, go. Nani like spins around it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Nani waves at you 300 feet away. Nani peeks out of the deposit slot. And uh, Cammy, through your eyes, it's like right in the heart of the district. I don't know if there's like a magic, if this slot is magical and brings it somewhere else, but it's like where it goes in is not where it comes out. Um, but there seems to be, there's like a, what I can only describe as a library shoot mm. um, in the cool. middle of the book depository funland area. Cool. Mm. I wonder if that's where you just return your books when you're done reading them as you walk through the park or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, the thing about the book depository is that like, you know, pirates don't give a shit about books. So if they want to offload heavy things they don't like on their ship, mm. they'll bring it here, which is why mm-hmm. it's become bustling. Why Tessie the Storm then took it over and optimized it. It was all in the brochure that Raz lay, left with you about how this is such a good business opportunity and investment. It's S-A-A-S, you know? <laughs> uh, some pirates don't like books. Some pirates do. One Troy Riptide. That's right. <laughs> First in my name, bub. Hell yeah. Um, that's awesome. Sorry, I rolled. Yeah. Why? No, we're waiting. No, that's it. What's up? Uh, let's no. leave. Do we take care of these word sharks? Um, I don't think 
we took care of them, and I would feel bad about, you know, removing a native species from its homeland. So, uh, let's leave now. Nani, come on. Bye! Cammy, behind you, you see that something is rising to the surface. It is an upside-down word shark with, like, necrotic vibes <laughs> coming off of it. It was taking 1d6 damage for, like, a full minute. <laughs> oh, it's like a goldfish rising to the top uh, of a bowl. <laughs> oh, no. Cammy just looks at it and goes, okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Troy will uh, will use the rope to retract the arrow and uh, and add it back to his quiver. Yeah. So, uh, Amanda, I'm going to send you this item, the bowstring amulet. Actually, I want to give a special shout out to the Griffin Saddlebag, who is a really wonderful uh, 5e uh, third-party creator and was part of the people who fought against the OGL with uh, with me and Mage and Mike and all those folks. Yeah, cool. yeah, dude. Yeah, lots of fun stuff. Give them money, but also he posts a lot on Reddit and there's some really cool shit there. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, as Troy stashes his arrow, um, he goes, uh, yeah, it was on a skeleton. Don't worry about it. Let's go. Oh, okay. Uh, I hope that wasn't the skeleton of Goldenrod himself, but I'm not going to dwell on it. Let's go. That would be fucking weird because he's a character. He's like, Ro- that's what I'm saying. I found Robin Hood's ghost. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Where to next? Get a drink. Who was that guy? Umby, did you have a wife? I don't really want to know. Should we go get a, get a researcher's no, delight? No, I am genuinely curious. I would love to know about why that man thinks you ruined his marriage. What guy? The avocado man. There's avocado? He was just here, Umby. Oh, I didn't know that guy. Why does he think you ruined your <laughs> Yeah, why do you use don't your name? Touch. I don't know. Gammy, is this just what happens when you get old? Do you forget all the things you did? I I couldn't possibly know. <laughs> this is why I have to write down the story of Troy Riptide the Adventurer. So yes. I can read the own book of my life, remember every part of it. Yes. I would love to read that. Troy, what you're describing is called journaling, and I really think this could be a new great hobby for you. Whoa, sick. Do you think they they make books with no words in them yet? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. That's how all books start, without words in them. <laughs> and then people add them. I know, <laughs> mind-blowing, right? Damn. Yeah. Oh, hey, guys. Do you? I got you all shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, is this Havana Tropicana? This is Havana Tropicana, yeah. Oh, got Havana, I thought we left you on the boat. You did. You should tell okay. me when you're going places. Because I, mean, I want to be a part of it. I think we mentioned it. I don't no. think we didn't mention it. No, I was playing Pinochle with Harold, and then I got bored. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, hey, Dr. Tropicana. Yeah. Troy shot me in the butt. Can you just help? Just a little bit. Just a little, because I'm a really good shot. Yeah. Oh, I didn't take my butt medicine class, but I can look at it for you. Damn it. Okay. I'm sorry about your butt. Thanks. Um, If you're really concerned about your butt, I can add a nice poultice to it or something like that. No, it's fine. I'll just walk it off. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to drop again. It puts a a pink uh, Band-Aid on your butt. Aww. (laughs) It's like, oh, that's that's not the bleeding. It seems to only be a really superficial cut. I think you're okay. Even at your age, it's all right. Thanks. Havana, you sound like a whole doctor, man. You're doing a great job. What? <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you all. I got you all shirts. I guess Umbi, you can tie this around your waist. What does it say on the shirt? It says, "I, I, um, gave a bunch of pirates books, and all I got was this stupid T-shirt." And then in parentheses, I'm underneath it, it says, "And some money for my trouble." <laughs> okay. Cool. 
I like love it. it, bud. Thanks. They only had uh, four, they only had uh, giant size. Is that okay? Oh. Yeah. I'm sure I could sew. Actually, this is great. This is what I can bring back to Aubergine so that uh, he can make me my cloak. Yes. <laughs> just, just a t-shirt layered over so much. Yeah. 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 Hey, I didn't know there were like giant-sized people around. What do you yeah. mean? Well, like I assume that all green folk were like, you know, I learned in doctor school that like, you know, the average green folk size are like four and a half to seven feet tall, yeah, depending yeah. on, and then even a little bit longer, depending on how your your leaves are arranged. Sure, sure. Have you been to one of those state fairs where they do like the biggest carrot contests? Those are the giants. <laughs> huh. Now, Havana, you do have to remember, though, you went to an all-male doctor school, so it might not have been as accredited as you think it was. Yeah, they probably don't, like, know all the things there is to know, because, like, they don't think that you could learn all of them, but, like, I think that's not true. I mean, medicine, in my, in my opinion, is systematically biased against men, so there's not a lot of research done uh, yeah. on men, so, like, we don't know, like, the full height, really, of men. Yeah. I'm going to ca- I'm going to bust through that plate glass ceiling. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yes, you are, bud. We believe in you. <laughs> first pirate doctor. First, first male. First pirate. male pirate no, doctor. No, first pirate doctor. I think Doesn't matter what your gender doctor. is. I think there are. Others. We haven't seen any. No, you're <laughs> our one and only, bud. And Humby's been here for forever. I have. What do you mean about the giants? Oh, I just didn't know that they came in that that number of size. But I guess things. Whatever, ha- I guess whatever things happen on the on the Great Salt Sea, you know? But yeah. like, what are you, did you see an example? Yeah, I mean, look at these shirts. <laughs> and he lays them out oh. as the size of a blanket. Maybe <laughs> they just misprinted these shirts. Uh, yeah. Some people just like really big shirts too, you know? Yeah, like a sleep shirt. Yeah, I yeah. guess like, I guess in a pinch this could be like a sleeping bag. Yeah. Or a yeah. duvet. Yeah. Yeah, now you're thinking like a pirate. But anything's a sleeping bag if you roll it up tight enough. That is true. Come on. You just have to swallow yourself like a baby, like a seedling. Yeah. It's like my cocoon when I was all goo. <gasps> Wish there was a book in there with me. Troy, you don't talk about when you were just goo that often. How was that experience? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty harrowing. Can I get a drink? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you were, as this conversation has winded you all out of the book depository, you were in the main, you were in the main uh, shopping district. You picked up Havana Tropicana and now uh, you were at outside of Crimson's Exchange. Yay. Eric, what's the vibe of this bar? Hell yeah. Well, you're walking into the best and most interesting bar on the entire Book Depository Island, you're in Crimson's Exchange. Crimson's Exchange is like mashing up a tiki bar and like a leather library bar. Like, which is helpful because there's a lot of like dark wood everywhere, but it's like mask, bunch of books, (laughs) spear, more books. I love it. Just like net that's thrown over stuff, but there's it's on top of like an entire encyclopedia. There's lots of different types of fires happening. There's like small <laughs> little warm fires and big like tiki torch fires happening. It's an eclectic it's mix dream. of lots of stuff, but it is bumping inside and the bartenders are moving quickly, making people different types of drinks, but you do not see the distinct layer complexion of the researcher's delight. Ah, maybe they don't know about it. Maybe it's a part of the secret menu. I love a secret menu. 
I also love a secret menu. Now, Eric, are they, um, are there like specialty cocktail glasses and stuff like that? Like, are they in fun shapes? <laughs> oh, Julia, you know it. Hey, Julia, what's a specialty cocktail glass? Oh, man. Well, I mean, one of them is a seaweed octopus wrapped around the skull of a bug person. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Very cool. I like that. There's probably another There's another one that just looks like <laughs> it looks like a pinned butterfly. It's like mm. pinned in a shadow box. Uh, so it's a very wide glass. Is that one uh, like a scorpion bowl? Like you share it with multiple Oh, yeah, multiple, mo- yeah. <laughs> multiple straws in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't like that one, guys. Yeah, that one seems weird. Hey, uh, mixing the macabre with the way you drink, that's how we do it here at Crimson's Exchange. Is there also one that's like a mangrove tree where it's all just like roots, like Ooh. gnarly roots that just has like just the very tip top of the thing where you drink from, but like it's clear so you can see. Actually, that is a carafe that you turn on that leads out into six different shot Ooh. glasses Ooh. coming out of the mangrove roots. Love that. So they assemble that. that. If a six of you do it, they're like, pour all this stuff, put it in the mangrove carafe, and then it comes out the roots. Like an absinthe dripper kind of thing. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I yes end and it's a treasure chest at the top that they pour all the alcohol into and then it goes down the roots? (laughs) Absolutely. Incredible. This is the best bar I've ever heard of. Uh, and while, while the four of you are getting oriented, Cavana Tropicana goes, oh, hey, watch out. It's like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. As uh, five carpenter ants push past Cavana Tropicana, one goes over them. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they, they're like clearing out the bar and it's like, hey, yeah, can I get um, can I get a research to delight? And all the bartenders are like, all right, here we go. And you look and as they start pulling out bottles and you hear, mm, and you look up and on the wall behind the bar, covering the whole thing, are mounted rose bear heads. Ooh. Wow. It's a bear with like petals arranged in the rose pattern. Wow. And all of them are different colors, going from red all the way to purple in different sizes as it goes through the uh, rainbow spectrum. Wow. And as all the bottles are being flown in all directions, as they're starting to stack up the researcher's delight, it goes... Zoom, golly, 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 zoom, golly, golly. And there's a bass bear that goes zoom, 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 zoom. Zoom, golly, 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 zoom, golly, golly. We're drinking as we learn. We learn how to get drunk. Zoom, golly, 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 zoom, golly, golly. And as it's and as it's finished, everyone stands up and claps. The research delight is a set is presented in just kind of a, a more standard looking tiki glass, totally clear, so you can see the distinct five layers arranged in rainbow order of different densities and a metal straw that is plopped in as all of the ants start to kind of get on top of each other to get their favorite <laughs> just moving all over the place trying to get to the straw to get their favorite layer of the researcher's delight. Eric, I hate this because it doesn't exist in real life, and now I can't go here and have this experience. Well, Julia, in the next episode, maybe you can roleplay ordering this. Yay! <laughs> zoom, golly, 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 zoom, golly, golly, zoom, golly, 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 zoom. I'll sing you a song that all green folk know.